Aloha everyone and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host Chad Owens. Happy hump day. And I know what you're thinking. I'm not. I, I didn't come proper. Where's the suit? Where's the dress shirt? <laughs> it's summertime. And so this is my proper for today. Uh, I hope you guys are staying nice and cool. Uh, this summer is hot. So anyway, look. Uh, we got some hot stories coming up here shortly. So like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. All right, look. You guys need to go check out this column by Stephen Sai in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. It's very interesting. Stephen's talking about the acquisitions or uh, accusations. What a, Anyway, look. Basically being accused of cheating in sports is something that dates all the way back to the beginning of sports. And the saying goes, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. I get that. Like, you know, Hey, for the record, I never cheated to try to win. Okay? I won everything, all the matches that I've ever played, fair and square. But, you know, hey, in, in sports... I think what he's referring to, and you'll see in the article, the amount of flopping that's going on, right? Not just in soccer, but now in basketball. A guy barely touches you, you go flying, making loud noises. Is that cheating? Uh, I don't know. I think that's trying to take advantage of the way the game's being called, the way the refs are, you know, refereeing. So it's not cheating. That's being smart. Tom Brady, deflate gate. Well, I don't know if it was ever a rule or whatever it was. Okay, the ball being a little bit flatter helps you grip it a little bit more, helps you spin it a little bit better. If it wasn't a thing before, hey, why not, right? But it's a very interesting article, so make sure you guys go and check out Stephen Sai in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. I alluded to this on Monday with my interview with Steven about NCAA players getting ready to cash in. Starting to get paid for their their image, their name, their likeness. It's happening. As of July 1, college athletes will now be able to get paid and not worry about NCAA violations. Athletes in college are building brands. And in today's society, today's world with social media, man, there's, you got high school kids that's got millions of followers doing dances, doing different things. They've built that following because of their creativity, their content creations, utilizing the various platforms. And guess what? Companies want to pay them to post about their products. But that's a violation. But... Now, moving forward, athletes who have a following, who have a brand, will be allowed to, to, to earn extra money. Because let's just be honest, I've been there. I've been a college athlete getting a scholarship. And a college scholarship stipend, man, it, it isn't enough. Right? A lot of these guys still struggle to make ends meet financially right? with rent. Housing, transportation, gas, food, all of the above. Hey, personal things you want to go and buy. 
hey, they, they, the colleges, the universities, they want you to go out and perform come game day. They put the best guys and girls out there to perform, to entertain, ultimately leading to ticket sales, merchandise. College is making a ton of money. College football is one of the biggest businesses out there. So I'm excited to see you know, what the future holds for all these athletes, these college athletes out there, um, who's going to take advantage of their platforms and the things that they're doing on YouTube uh, or wherever. Right? Tons of following. They can go make tons of money and uh, more power to them. So, son, get your followers up, man. The time is now. Let's go. Oh, man. What a blow for the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the Greek freak, went down with a knee injury. What looked like a hyperextension, but, you know, with those knee, those knee injuries, especially these tall guys, these tall NBA players, you know, when those knees buckle, you got to watch out for the ACL and all those other ligaments within that knee. We're hoping and praying that it's not that bad and it was just a hyperextension. But if it was a significant injury, which is going to sideline him for the rest of the playoffs, I don't know if the Bucks are going to have enough to, to come out of this series, to come out of the East Finals against a fiery Hawks team who is ready to sort of fly into the, the NBA Finals. Uh, but, you know, as soon as we know... You will know, because I'm going to bring it to you. Um, look, I, I wish you nothing but a speedy re- recovery, brother. I'm praying that it is not that serious. Man, patience, um, belief, persistence, all of the above. Dreams do come true. And sometimes they don't happen overnight. Sometimes it's a lengthy process. And for Gwen Goldsman, it took, it, it took that dream 60 years to happen. She was a bat girl for the New York Yankees just as of recent. And she applied as a 10-year-old girl to do so. And they told her because she was a girl, she couldn't do it. It wouldn't sit well. It wouldn't look good amongst the Dom, the men dominated dugout. It's just not a good look. But in today's world, in today's society, we all know that about the gender equality. And so I am happy that Gwen Goldman got to experience her childhood dream. And shout out to the New York Yankees for making it happen and you know, for including um, a bat girl in today's, you know, in today's, today's era, you know, it's, it's about gender equality, like I said. And so um, for everyone out there that has a dream, look, sometimes it takes some time. And, uh, just, and, but what she said, this is, this is the thing. What she said is that she never held that against the Yankees. She was a fan through and through, throughout the process, never talked them down, never talked bad about it. At that time, just accepted it. That's the way it was back then. Hey, she carried on with her life. But again, shout out to Gwen Goldman for a dream come true and for the patience for 60 years.
for this to happen. Wow. Uh, injuries, injuries, injuries. Uh, can't stand talking about it, but like I said before, it's part of sports. But you never, you don't, you never want to see anyone get hurt. Any sport, any player, any level, right? Any athlete. Just, I really just don't like injuries. But it's part of the game. But when, when the, when the elites of the elites, the best of the best, you know, the, the goats within their sport, get injured. It's just not. It's just not good. It's not good for the sport. Um, it's obviously number one. Excuse me. It's not good for that athlete, but it definitely, on the media side, doesn't help with the ratings. And Serena Williams went down at Wimbledon with a knee injury and couldn't uh, couldn't finish. She had to withdraw because of that injury. She slipped um, on that on that grass. There was a, a rain delay. And apparently that's what caused the slippage, lost her footing while, uh, you know, going after a ball. And, you know, those are the things, those are the types of things you can't control. You, you can do a lot as an athlete to try to prevent certain injuries, the way you train. But some things you just can't prepare for. And, uh, but we all know what we sign up for as athletes. It happens. Injuries happen, but you just don't like seeing it to the to the to the, to those ones, the greats. And Serena Williams basically uh, at Wimbledon. That's where she's won seven out of her twenty-three Grand Slam titles. And so um, I know Wimbledon is hurting because their girl, their icon, isn't in anymore. But what does this do? When one goes down, someone else rises. A new star, a new opportunity, and. That goes for any sport. You know, right now, I just talked about it with the Bucks. Someone else has to step up in replace of, of Giannis. You know, um, CP, CP3 went down. Devin Booker got to elevate, right? It, it happens. In football, I've seen it over and over and over again. Next man up. That's why the, the, the most important people are the, is, is your bench, is your depth. That's why depth is so important. And that's more for team sports. But in a sport like tennis, when it's just you, there is no backup that's going to step in to take your place. Right? So what this opens the door for is another tennis player to rise up, to win the Wimbledon, and to start their climb to uh, putting themselves on that elite of elite level, that GOAT status. So... Serena, wishing you another, uh, wishing you also a speedy recovery and hope to see you back on the court soon. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope you guys are feeling it on this hump day Wednesday. Man, these weeks are going by extremely, extremely fast. Just feels like yesterday I was doing hump day Wednesday last week. (laughs) But anyway, look. I know it's 4th of July weekend coming up. I know everyone's got plans. I know everyone's excited. Some of you may have taken Thursday off. So you got the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Some long, you know, some long time uh, off from work coming up this weekend. So I just want to make sure that you all are going to be safe. And um, yeah, maybe I'll see you guys out there in the water. Because I'm definitely hitting the surf this weekend. Got a nice little south swell coming in. So, look, I might be out there at Bose, 
uh, in the South Shore, Ala Moana Bowls over there, over, over rocks. We'll see. Anyway, look, we got one more of these to go this week. I'll see you all come on, we'll have Friday. <laughs>